1: It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on
0: 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. All righty. The Golden State Warriors take a
2: 2-0 lead over the Houston Rockets. They win 115-109 tonight at Oracle Arena. And for the second consecutive game and pretty much for the postseason, the uh, Kevin Durant, best player on the floor again. He's been the best player on the floor this entire series. Uh, tonight goes for 29 points. And just, again, scoring when the Warriors needed scoring. And the Warriors get out of here with a uh, just a solid win. You know, two, two things that stuck out uh, to me tonight, uh, Guru. One is... You know, honestly, it doesn't feel like the Warriors can blow out the the Rockets. They they can't shake the Rockets. They 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 can't get on them and stay on them and put them away. By the same token, it just doesn't feel like the Rockets can ever get over the ho- get over the top uh, and play consistently enough for a long enough period of time that they can actually leapfrog the Warriors and maybe stay ahead of them for a period of time. That's the first thing I noticed. And then secondly, I think it's only fair that since we've been talking about the officiating for 48 straight hours, essentially, that we give a lot of credit to this crew tonight because there were no issues, Uh, the crew did a great job, Uh, I didn't see anything out of the ordinary in terms of complaining or in terms of the game being overly physical uh, so the nice thing about tonight's ball game is it was all about the ball game, one where the Warriors won 115-109, and we head to Houston for a game three Saturday. Warriors lead the series two games to none. Yes, yeah, Donnie and just from a referee standpoint, I looked
3: at the Zebras, and every call they made in in the dialogue they had, they looked confident, and they looked like the sheriff. Like, you know, I called it, and I'm confident in it. Let's cut the shenanigans. And about what you mentioned, the Warriors not being able to blow out the Rockets, it makes me want to see what transpires in Houston because you would think, okay, you are correct. The numbers do dictate that, but if the Rockets get the home court advantage, then – you know, when they try to come back and get it to three or four, they can't seem to get over the hump. But what I, what stood out to me, Stony, real quick is the Warriors have more offensive firepower than the Rockets. I feel like they have more of an identity. Tonight it was a balanced attack. KD was special. But to his standards, 9-22 is not accustomed to what we saw It's just they don't know who the the Rockets don't seem to know what they want to do offensively. And as crazy as you're – I know you're going to come down my road for this. Capella on the stat sheet didn't look bad, but he just looks – out of sorts somehow, and I think it's the Warriors' defense. And the Hamptons' five, damn it, is the best starting five in basketball. And right now, the Rockets just don't have an answer for it. And I tip my cap to the Rockets by making it 115-109 and only losing by six.
2: is the number if you want to talk about this one. Warriors, once again, win 115 109, they take a 2-0 lead in this best-of-seven series in the Western Conference semifinals. 888-957-9570. This is the Realtor.com Warriors Wrap-Up Show, your home for home search. I think uh, some other things worth mentioning, another solid game, uh, more than solid actually, for Draymond Green he was all over the place again. Unfortunately, he also picked up his fourth technical foul the postseason. Uh, he's got four points now, which means uh, his, his DMV, huh? If he, got he the gets, point. if he gets up to number seven, then, then he gets suspended for a game. So he's got two more to play with. And then on his third, uh, he'll have to be suspended for a game. Uh, let's go to Zach in Richmond. What's going on, Zach? Hey, how's it going,
4: guys? I got you two times in one day. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, man. All right, so I was at the game tonight, and the strategy is simple for the Rockets. I was down
1: close enough to see, and uh, it's simple, but if we, the only time they got close was at the end of the third, end of the fourth, when they got the bonus. If you don't reach against these guys, just let Harden, let him drive. Let him get his points, just like when we used to play LeBron. Let him do his thing, and, and we have more offensive firepower. So you let him get his points. Eventually, they're going to have some turnovers, keep him out of the bonus, and they don't really know how to win besides that. That's it. If, if we do not foul them, this series is already over. That's it.
2: Thanks for the call, Zach. Appreciate it. And uh, when we go to the phones, it's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Uh, let's go to Shane. Shane's leaving Oracle. What's going on, Shane? How you doing?
1: Hey, doing great. Thanks. Hey, this was a pure effort win. You guys are going out to the boards defense was on point this was a pure effort win congratulations to the Warriors
2: yeah you know we got to get used to this game uh if the Warriors (laughs) are going to play the Rockets um, in a post-game series because this is just the way they're going to be they're not going to be the prettiest games they're not going to be the most up and down games they're going to be hard fought and that's what the first two games in this series were. You know, these were, uh, to my way of thinking, uh, you know, I, I understand everybody's going to say, well, the Warriors are up two zero; they're in complete control of this series, and and uh, maybe the Rockets won't even win a game. See, I, I don't, I don't necessarily I'm think that's you. the case. I'm with you. Uh, you know, we had two games here at Oracle Arena pretty close. You know, you figure the Rockets get home, maybe can take care of a little business, maybe play a little bit better. Start better. Maybe the Warriors uh, take a little bit of a step back. Uh, Obviously, Saturday's game is huge, determining whether the Rockets are going to get back into this series or whether they're going to be put in a position uh, where they have to uh, do something that's never been done, which is win four straight games. alright five seven nine five seven zero is the number. Uh, you want to get in and talk about this one. You want to talk about Durant again, how solid he was. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Steph Curry's finger injury. It seemed to uh, bother him. Immediately after he came back in. Just located, they're saying. I don't know how much it's going to affect him as the series moves on. Obviously, James Harden also uh, gets an eye abrasion, eye laceration. That seemed to affect him all. 888 uh, 957 This is the Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search.
1: Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 7th The Game.
2: Matt Stein, Matts the Guru Johnson with you. And the Warriors take a 2-0 lead in the Western Conference Semifinals against the Houston Rockets. They win 115-109 tonight. And a game not dissimilar from the first game. Uh, hard fought again. And uh, maybe not the prettiest game. But again, uh, clearly both teams really getting after it both teams really competing and again warriors can't quite shake the rockets tonight but the rockets can't quite get over the top uh let's go to justin justin's uh on his way home what's going on justin hey how you doing
1: every uh thank you for taking my call guys uh appreciate sure. the show uh yeah, yeah no I was problem just at the game and let me say that uh let let me say what you just uh, reiterated too, that uh uh, nobody was shooting the ball particularly well, but if I had to give a MVP for the uh, first two games, I would give it to Andre Guadala This guy, yeah, is playing phenomenal defense. He's playing so great. He he made six shots in game one and made six shots today. I mean tonight, and he's just playing phenomenal defense on James Harden and Quinn and whoever gets switches on. He has phenomenal hands. He has great IQ for the game. Great defensive. Uh, intensity and I just love Iguadala how he's playing right now
2: yeah I mean there's a lot to like he's uh he was six for seven from the field in the first game six for nine tonight uh, he's Lots. also becoming uh, you know a player who is making enough threes now in the postseason where he's starting to hurt you uh, defense is always there doesn't turn the ball over uh, team high plus 17 along with Clay Thompson tonight So, yeah, all in all, Andre Iguodala, he might not uh, be as impactful or he might not be quite as as good as Kevin Durant's been this series, but you might be right. Iguodala might be their second He's best everywhere, player so Stine. far.
3: He's everywhere and the last caller before the one we just had here mentioned the effort. The Golden State Warriors had 18 offensive rebounds and when the Rockets got close and did everything right and made the Warriors take t- uh, tough shots, they couldn't secure the possession because the Warriors it wasn't just Andre, it was a team wide getting offensive boards. Stiney and that, that just kills you man. And the Rockets just couldn't
2: put it together. Let's take a listen to uh, what Draymond Green had to say after
5: this one. John Dickinson, ninety-five-seven. The game, Draymond. What, what has been the key defensively f- uh, for you guys as far as slowing down the the lob game with them to Capella?
4: Uh, I think you know it's, it's always so tempting, you know, once James get downhill to step up, you know, but once you step up, uh, they throw that lob to Capella. It's like a ninety percent shot for them. So uh, you just gotta. Trust your length. You know, we got guys on James that has length. We got to trust that and then, you know, pick and choose your spots. Um, That's been key for us. We gave up a few of them tonight, a couple of them tonight that we shouldn't have. But, I mean, they're great at that. So you're not just going to completely take it away every time. But, you know, as long as we can keep them to a minimum, you know, it would be good for us
1: on Mark Berman from Fox Houston. Can you take us through what you, from your vantage point, what happened with James' injury and you went up and chatted with him before he left the floor for a second. You could tell us
4: about that as well? Uh, we were fighting for a rebound and I made a mistake and hit him in his eye. Just check on him. You know, it's not about hurting anybody out here. Uh, I think so many times people forget, you know, when, when a guy have an injury, you live that every day, every second of every day. It's not just about this game. Uh, so if his eye is messed up, he got to live that every day. And so just want to check on the guy. So at the end of the day, it's, it's bigger than basketball when it comes to injuries.
1: Fourth row, left-hand side. Ron Kreutzer from the San Francisco
3: Chronicle. Uh, you talked about the lobs to Capella, but what about the lobs you've thrown to Iguodala, Looney, and in, in the Clippers series? That play seems to have worked a lot for you guys. What do you – could you describe what you see when, when you get the ball in that situation?
4: Um – I mean, I'm I'm usually reading one defender. So most of the times, it's Clay or Stuff or someone in the corner, and they're not helping off. So I'm usually reading that bottom guy's defender, uh, you know, and and just taking, you know, trying to be patient and take whatever it is that the defense gives. Uh, whether it's you know driving all the way to the hole and finish. I've had a couple of those in both of these series, or whether it's throwing a lob when if that guy steps up. Um, you know, it's just kind of a field thing. Uh, it's, It's been something that's worked for us over the years. It's not just these two series. Uh, I think you know the way people guard nowadays. It's not we don't get it as frequent as we used to. Maybe in like 2014-15, but nonetheless, when the play is there, you gotta take it.
1: Fifth row, left hand side. Uh, Right here, Al Saracovic, San
3: Francisco Chronicle. Coach played the starting five for a lot of minutes tonight. Is that something you expected? And also you guys really gelled and played some uh, beautiful basketball out there. Can you talk about that group and whether you expect that uh, that starting five to play as many minutes going forward?
4: Oh, well, I think, um, you know, for this particular series, that is our best lineup, you know, against these guys. And so uh, it's the playoff. You know, you're not preparing for a back-to-back. Uh, you're not preparing for a three and four nights. You know, we got three days off. Uh, and I think that probably played a big part in it. Uh, you know, Steve, you know, we got tomorrow off. We still got Thursday practice, Friday. Like, we got a lot of time to recover. And so, uh, you know, when when those minutes are up like that, it it is what it is. You know, we, It's just what we got to do. You want to win a game, um, however many minutes we got to play, that's what we got to do. But, you know, I think the most important thing is we have time to recover, and I think Steve understands that for sure.
5: Anthony Slater with The Athletic. Do you think that double T uh, will and should get rescinded?
4: Uh, we'll see. Um, you know, I'm, I don't – I don't really get off into text anymore. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think tonight, I think it was a great officiated game. You know, they were on, they let us be physical, uh, both teams. And, you know, they made the calls that they need to make. You know, I think it was so much, it was kind of disheartening, uh, you know, for a game that I love since I was a child to see the talk over the last two days was, Nothing about basketball and everything about foul calls. Like, is, is that what this game is coming to, that, you know, the talk is going to be about foul calls? Like, I love the game of basketball. So, um, you know, it was fun out there tonight. Like I said, they let us be physical. They let us play the game of basketball, which I enjoyed. I ain't really worried about a technical foul. Uh, this is what it is. Sixth
1: row, left-hand
4: side.
3: Draymond, Nick Friedel, uh, ESPN, following up on that everybody to start the game was noticeably less demonstrative towards the rest. Was that something that you guys talked about at all going into the game, given all the talk that occurred after game one?
4: I think I think both teams just realized what the hell was going on the last two days. Um, you know, you can't really turn a blind eye to anything in today's day and age with social media and all these things. So everyone was aware of all the talk about officiating and about foul calls come out and play the game. And I think both teams did a great job of that. They weren't complaining about many calls. We weren't complaining about many calls because it's kind of embarrassing for the game of basketball uh, how much has been talked about, about fouls and officiating. Like, what about beating your man? What about stopping your man? No one talked anything about schemes the last two days. It's all been about foul calls. So I think uh, both teams were just locked in on coming out and playing the game to the best of their ability, and you got to give credit to both clubs. Uh, both teams did that.
1: Second row, right-hand side. Trayvon Carl Bushek, 95-7 the game. You guys held the Rockets to 20 points in the first quarter after holding them to 19 in game one. How important has that been to be locked in from the tip?
4: It's very important because that's a ball club that they get going um, and, and they can become impossible to stop. So to start the game with that type of defensive intensity the way we did these last two games is key in, in being two, up 2-0 in the series.
1: Sixth row, left-hand side. Uh, Draymond, your conditioning and your health seem to be in a really good place right now. Look like you're feeling really good out there. How much of a difference does that make into your game compared to especially last year?
4: Uh, it makes all the difference. Um, you know, I mean, all this year I don't think I was in great shape at all. Uh, and part of it was I wasn't healthy uh, most of the year. Um, so really just locking in and focusing on my body, uh, getting it healthy and getting ready for this time of year has been important. Uh, you know, and and I feel great out there, and I think it's showing in my play. But, you know, it's a, it's a long road for what we want to do. So just got to continue to do the things that I've been doing um, and continue to try to bring it on the floor. But, you know, health plays a big part in that. And, you know, it feels good to be healthy. I haven't been healthy in a while. So, you know, it feels good to step out there and not have an ache. Uh, you know, sometimes during the year, it's like the toe injury. Like every time you step on that toe, put pressure on it, it was killing me. And so you kind of... Dread going on the floor. Uh, it feels good to go out there and be healthy and play the game that I love. Um, you know, feeling feeling with my body, feeling good.
1: Second row, left hand side. Jeremiah Mark, Medina, Barry, and his group. You guys obviously have a lot of talent and experience. But tonight, what do you think was key in having so much balance, uh, productive? You know, from production standpoint.
4: I don't think anyone forced anything. You know, um, we when, when we needed Kevin to get get buckets, he did that. When we needed Steph to control the offense, he did that. Clay got going. Uh, Andre started off the game. I think he had maybe the first five or six points, um and and so it's it's important because you know when it, when it's just one guy scoring or two guys, it allows the defense to kind of key on those guys. But when it's balanced like it was tonight, um you know, we're pretty tough to stop uh, when it's when it's going that way.
2: All right, Draymond Green, good stuff. Uh, a lot of detail in what he was saying. And day-day, he didn't quite come out, and he didn't quite say everything, but he did seem to be suggesting uh, both teams were embarrassed that all we were talking about the last two days uh, was their behavior and the officiating. He acknowledged, you know, it's tough to tune it out. And I really do think – you know, sometimes things don't have to be said. I, I just think to a man, everybody went on the court today and said, you know, what, well, let's just play basketball, and that's uh, that's what ended up happening. Yeah, and all in all, Stony, it was a good game. I, I thought the Warriors, I was waiting on it when it was
3: 15-12, like this is a wrap. Uh, but to the Rockets' credit, they came back. I can't wait for Saturday. But I will say this, I have noticed, even going back to last series, Draymond Green is like a running back pushing that ball, but that alley oop! I love how our team's not up on it, Stoudy, as they say on the court. How are they not up? You you know that's an option, and he's just putting it up there, and Dre is just jumping like he's twenty five.
2: It's a beautiful thing, and the in the the crowd loves it. Yeah, I mean it's a tough play because you make that defender uh, commit one way or the other, and and Draymond's really good at reading it when he's when he's driving down that way. Uh, driving down the middle let's go to telbo in san francisco telbo what's going on
1: what's up fellas how you doing tonight
2: hey
1: so you know going back to draymond and uh you know he's still getting teed up and and which is not great because there's consequences especially with suspensions um after the seventh or whatever but but just looking at his play it really like And and Iguodala, too. This is when people, during the year, they were like, oh, my God, they gave him a three-year guarantee. This is what you're paying him for. You're paying Iguodala to be the best defender on the floor in the playoffs, bar none. And Draymond, when you're looking at it, you know, his triple-double statistics when he gets triple-doubles with the Warriors are phenomenal. They never lose. He hasn't gotten triple-doubles, but he's been really close. And he's he's scoring double digits in points. He's getting double digits in rebounds. He's leading the team in assists. He's he's just that motor. That once again, when during the season you were frustrated with him, and you're and now it comes to the playoffs, and you go, oh, this is why we love Draymond because his basketball IQ is so high. And games like this where you need to get off to a good start, he he's just pushing the pace. And then you have Iggy there in the beginning to keep the other team from, from getting off in the beginning of the game.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, thanks for the call, Talbo. Appreciate it. You know, I mean, if, if you if you look at the Warriors in the postseason um, and you run down their players, you know, it's kind of interesting. And I just did this, and I'm thinking, huh, I didn't realize that. But tell me if you agree. Uh, I think Iguodala's played extremely well in the postseason. Check. I think Kevin Durant's played great. I think Draymond Green has played very, very well. Check. I think Klay Thompson's been solid. The only player who really hasn't played well in the starting five has been Stephen Curry. No doubt. I mean, and and keep in mind, an average Stephen Curry is still a darn good player, uh, but the you know, as good as the Warriors have been, uh, especially getting up 2-0 in this series, they have yet to have that game. Where everybody is on the same page and everybody's clicking, uh, including Steph Curry. Warriors still winning What about that, that digit?
3: You don't sound worried about it, Stoney. Not That really. finger.
2: He came back in. I mean, he's still got, th- you know, he's got three days to deal with it. So, uh, we'll see what happens there. Let's go to uh, Adil. Adil, in. Uh, he's on 880. What's up, man?
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Big fan of the show. Um, I was curious to get your guys' opinion. I can see a recurrent theme throughout the next three, four, five games is Draymond's technicals. Uh, just your quick high-level thoughts on how Draymond can lower his technicals and what's your letter grade for Scott Foster and his crew today, A through F? What would you grade the referee in today? Because that was another big storyline. Thank you, guys.
2: I would say that uh, I think – Depending on whether I think, Draymond, I think Draymond needs this technical to be rescinded uh, to get him back to three, it's I really, would like it to it's be. It's really exciting. funny. Three feels like you got a lot of room to play with. Four seems like you're getting close to. And they didn't even do anything. They were both looking like,
3: "What the? Come right. on, WTF? Come on!" Hey, yeah. I'm just saying.
2: Did, 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 did it warrant hey, a tech? Were you, hey, were you the, shot? Let me let me let me time? let me let me answer. All right. Let me answer uh, Adele's question. The refs get an A tonight, an A, maybe an A-plus, to tell you the truth. And if they've got to give out a couple quick double technicals to keep it under control after what happened in game one, mm-hmm. I think they can. you know, that's fine. And, again, this is where I think the refs, this is the way it should be done. You want to keep the game under control? Hit them both. Hit Nene with a technical. Hit Draymond Green with a technical. AD. Okay. Now, if it was too, if it was too quick, if it wasn't merited, fine. Have the league look at it over the next twenty-four hours, and either it stands or you can rescind it. But I, I really do like the idea of giving them two T's there, because it automatically's got to settle things down. And then go back and revisit it after the game, and if it's not a yeah. T, you take it away, and guess what? No harm, no foul. I get that. So I, I, I kind of like this, uh, th- this strategy uh, they're utilizing. I don't know whether they're doing it on purpose or not, but uh, it's what they're doing. Hey, let's take a real quick listen to uh, Kevin Durant. It's about two minutes, and uh, let's hear what he had to say. Once again, the best player on the floor for the Warriors.
6: Uh, Well, you know, they're never out of games because of the three-point shooting and um, the guys that can penetrate and get to the free throw line. So they can stop the clock and they can, you know, speed the game up with their style of play. So, you know, no lead is safe against this team. And uh, we we know that, and we know that they're going to make runs as well. So, like I said, I like how we stayed poised and we didn't let that affect us on the defensive side of the ball. And we was able to take the lead from – Three back up to twelve, and you know it was slow. It was just going back and forth. But I like how we uh, we stayed on out front,
1: front row, right hand side. Anthony Slater
5: with the athletic. Draymond was just in here talking about how uh, the chatter the last couple of days maybe uh, made the teams realize they needed to complain a bit less, not worry about the refs as much. Did it feel kind of like a pure basketball game today? Yeah.
6: I felt like both teams, both coaches, just uh, let the refs do their job. I think all night it wasn't on no talks about uh, out on the court. The chatter wasn't about anything um, outside of just the game um uh, what was happening between the players uh, so I think the rest did a, the rest did an amazing job tonight players did a great job and the coaches are not you know letting that affect them
5: Colin Ward or CBS Sports um obviously when James goes out he shoulders such a big load for them uh, what did you see during those minutes and, and how was the different playing against
6: that well i will that we were up 10 when he went out I think were we Nine or ten, and when he came back, they were they were down four. So I think their bench did a great job of, um, you know, holding off until he got back into the game. That
1: last one right here is the fourth row center. Uh, Chuck Nevious, Santa Rosa Press Democrat. The playoffs are a pressure-packed thing, and a lot of players have a difficult time with it. Are you at the stage in your career where you can enjoy? being in a pressure-packed
6: playoff situation? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, once you realize it's just basketball and pressure is not, you know, the pressure that a lot of these guys go through and they normalize, they realize how they came up is, you know, what their family's been through. This it is not really pressure to them. I seen a quote with Damian Lillard said the other day, and I thought that was perfect what he said. Um, if you haven't seen it, go look at it. But uh, it was a long quote you should go. <laughs> It but good. it summed it up perfectly what pressure means when, you, when you're talking about NBA players, and I think a lot of guys feel that way. Uh, but it's just fun. It's fun being out there, you know, what's the worst that can happen to either team? We both lose and we got another game. Well, we want a team lose and then we play another game. So, you know, I think uh, once everybody looks at it at a, in a, you know, more of a wide view of things, I think it's not that much pressure.
2: Kevin Durant, who finished tonight with a team high, 29 again. Uh, Another terrific ball game uh, from Kevin Durant. All right, when we come back, we're going to visit with John Dickinson. The Warriors 115, the Rockets 109. They lead this best-of-seven Western Conference semifinal series, two games to none. Game three, Saturday in Houston. We'll be right back.
1: Warriors Wrap-Up continues on 95.7 The
2: Game. Matt Steinmetz, Darrell, the Guru Johnson, joined by John Dickinson, 95.7 The Game. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors take a 2-0 lead in the best of seven, a 105-109 win over the Rockets. Game three is Saturday, and the Warriors with... Uh, To me, J.D., a game that wasn't that dissimilar from game one, hard fought, uh, not a beauty, uh, but two teams that that competed hard. Warriors can't
5: shake Houston. Houston can't get over the top, and we head to Houston 2-0. Yeah, and you look at what winds up being what, a wire-to-wire win for the Warriors, right? I mean, the Rockets got it down to three, but the Warriors had every answer, and I'm just left thinking coming out of this game that it's another game where, you know, the Rockets hit 17 threes, but tonight was the night where the Rockets turned it over too much. The Warriors turned it over too much in game one. Tonight, tonight where the Warriors held the turnovers in check uh, a little bit, and and it, it just comes down to playable players for me, and the Warriors have more effective players in this series through the first couple of games, and their stars have been better overall, and that starts with Kevin Durant first and foremost and even Draymond Green I think Draymond Green these first couple of games has just been outstanding whether it's the the passing and the lobs to Iguodala or his defense against Capella and the Rockets lob game I mean they're, they're doing a terrific job uh, basically making Capella completely ineffective to the point where Mike D'Antoni had to pull him off the court there late in the game and I think they have to figure out just how much they can actually use him moving forward, which, I mean, he's gone from somebody that the Warriors have neutralized almost entirely when he was a guy that would really put it to the Warriors going back a year ago or so. And he was the one
3: talking, like, bring the Warriors on. That's what makes this look so bad. But I want to talk about decision-making. The the Rockets were getting within four. They're right there. I'm sitting next to you. And James Harden – kept trying to play that lob game with Capella when I felt like as a superstar, James, this is your moment to try to if you miss, fine, but we want you to shoot it where you're all shocked and I know in the post game presser he said he could barely see or there was blurred vision and I'm wondering you know, you don't get possessions back if that may have led to why he tried to go with the, the flair to throw it up as opposed to keep putting the pressure on the Warriors. It's
5: working. I think it, it may have led to part of the reason why some of the passes were terrible <laughs> wow. i mean I, I mean and look i mean I, I only he knows really what he was dealing with in terms of what he could see or not see uh but it, it sure seemed that he was having a very difficult time even looking out into the you know people that were asking him questions in in the seats in the press conference room that can be a very bright uh room when you're sitting up at that podium table uh, and fielding questions. He didn't want to look directly really at anybody. He had an exchange with, uh, I think it was, it was Shelly Smith, about you know how he, it, he could barely see, and they put some drops in there, and they can only put so many drops in there because it can start messing with the tissue of the eye and mm. and, and this and that. So uh, clearly, clearly it was an issue for him. Uh, but the Warriors have done a terrific job, I think, from the jump of just winning the energy game. Rebounds. Fifty-fifty balls, defense, hustle plays—they they've really been focused on that, and I think it's it's been a difference maker in both of the first two games. And that's something where the Rockets going home, they're going to have to clean that up.
2: Let's go to uh, let's go to Robin. Robin's in the city. What's going on, Robin?
3: Hi, um, Samith. Uh, I I just want to say I agree with everything you guys said. I think the Warriors really played um, for the most part efficiently. Uh, yes, uh, I agree that Curry really hasn't had a great game offensively, but I always look at uh, contribution. So he is uh, uh, contributing, and I think it was a great team effort. The reason why I called in is that I totally disagree with you about uh, calling um Uh, technical files on players when it's not warranted and then later rescinded. I think it's too tricky. These two guys were just talking. They weren't going at it, uh, anything like that. And I think he has a a, a quick whistle. Um, So that's why I basically called in. I totally disagree with that. The game was not out of control, and there was no need for that whistle. And I do believe those technicals
2: will be rescinded. Y'all have a good night. Thanks, Robin. Appreciate it. I think
5: they will get rescinded. Maybe I, I, rare, I rarely think that that'll that that's in play. I do feel it's in play with those two tonight. I I I in fact I'd but be surprised worked, if they weren't it rescinded. were weren't.
3: The message was sent right. Everybody on the court. I'm it. actually
5: I'm in lockstep with Steiny on that. I I agree with him. To me, you you give the double technicals, and then maybe you take them away. So they impact in-game, but then they don't necessarily impact things down the line.
2: Let's go to Dre. Dre's in Central Cali. What's going on, Dre? How you doing, man?
5: I'm doing well, Stiney.
2: It's a
1: great night to be a Warrior fan. Hey, yeah. There. The Hampton? Yeah. The Hampton Five lineup. It was just off the hook from a tip to the end. Dre and Iggy were fabulous. You know, I, got, I, want, I want to give a little props. Jarebko for filling in for Stacey was gone. And I'll tell you, during the regular season on close games, it seemed like the Warriors would lose. And they'd only win blowouts. The real close games, we lose. These both games were close, and they're winning. But the one thing that concerns me is, had a nice 10-point lead, and we're basically letting the beard free to the rim. I don't know, it's just too loose at the end on the D. It should have been more than a 10-point win. My only complaint.
2: Well, you know, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. When 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 you're the Warriors and you're up eight ten, and I and I heard about three guys say the same thing about the Rockets and why they can't shake the Rockets. And it's they shoot threes, they shoot threes, they shoot threes. And I just think that uh, every once in a while, you're going to have to give up a two, a kind of an easy two, or maybe a little floater two. Uh, to take away a few more three-pointers so that you don't even give the, uh, them the opportunity to come down, hit a three, hit a three, boom, and get a 6-0 run. Um, sometimes it's not the worst thing in the world for them to hit a two-pointer when they want to shoot 55% of their shots from three-point range. I told J.D. that
3: exact same thing. Like, the Rockets act like a two is, is kryptonite. Dude, if you're down nine getting a 2 and chipping it down you know the 7 is better than you know having it stay at 9 i didn't understand that but i will say this fellas i don't know how you feel we've watched eight quarters of these two teams play basketball i can honestly see the venue change being the difference from and the rockets getting introduced second and the crowd yelling for the rockets i can see You you know, the advantage going to Houston to where J.D., if they play sound and cut the turnovers down, that they could get a game or tie this series up 2-2. Because if you look at this in totality, these two games, at times the Rockets have been awful, but yet we got a game to where the Warriors had to hold on
5: Damn near to the end. You know, four seconds they played it to the end and won by six. Look, the Warriors are in control of this series right now. Could the Rockets go home and win two? Sure. They could go home and win two, but all the pressure now is on the Rockets because Saturday is a must win or their season is going to be over. At that point, it would just be a matter of will it end in four? Will it end in five? Will it end in six? But their season is going to be over if they don't win the game on Saturday. So I think the Warriors can go into that feeling good, feeling that if they can continue to play buttoned up like they have on the road when they've played poorly at home, because I think that's been, that's been, those two things have you know been congruent. You know, they've played poorly at home and then gone on the road and played exceptional basketball. This is a little bit of a different scenario for the Warriors than they've been in. They actually played well at home a couple of games here. And now, have to go on the road after having some success, and they're going to be up against a desperate Houston Rockets team on Saturday night who's effectively playing with their season on the line. So it's a new challenge. It's a different challenge. But it's also, I think, a familiar challenge as well in the same vein because the Warriors have been used to controlling a lot of series these last couple of years. What's the
2: Warrior schedule uh, now with three days off before Saturday's game three? Tomorrow is a complete
5: off day. Don't even show up at the facility. Okay. And and no film, no you know getting Not shots an up. Not even optional. Just an they don't a, even say optional. No, so Jordan it just, Bell it's won't just, even It's be just there. an off day in the middle of a series. Enjoy it, and that's the the luxury that you have uh, when you have the three days. So they're going to actually practice here on Thursday. The Warriors will practice here on Thursday, and then they're going to fly to Houston. They'll have the night in Houston Thursday. They'll have a normal practice day, probably around 11:30 or noon in Houston on Friday. And then the game is Saturday, so a normal shoot-around a game on Saturday in Houston and then take on the Rockets. And when
2: do you leave?
5: Friday morning. Okay. Friday morning. J.D. in
2: Texas. All righty. That's going to do it. Warriors 115, Rockets 109. They take a two-games-to-none lead over the uh, Houston Rockets. Again, game three is on Saturday at 530. That means Guru and I will be here with Warriors live at 4 p.m. Two big winners tonight, the Golden State Warriors and – Oh, this officiating crew, they were terrific tonight. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better